Hi everyone and welcome to my first podcast of 2020. Thank you for uh, tuning in and uh, today I'm going to have uh, a go at um, looking ahead and some of the considerations that uh, you as individuals and also as organisations uh, you should consider how you're going to build or continue to build um, social and social media into uh, your overall go-to-market uh, go-to-market strategies. And social media has changed the world, and so can you. And what do we mean by what do we mean by that? One cannot argue the impact that social and social networks and social media has had on uh, society. I got a notification the other day. I think I've been on Facebook now for uh, thirteen years. I've been on LinkedIn for uh, fifteen years, and uh, you know the other platforms that have risen since then and continue to to rise so this isn't anything new but i think when i first joined facebook would i believe i'd be sitting here having a podcast talking to people that maybe i've never met before in my life people uh, will want to listen to what i've got to say no i wouldn't could we even see that this is where was it was going to uh, going to go i don't think anybody uh, could and we're at an interesting, interesting point in, in time because uh, social media has changed the world uh, for positive. Negative impact on that is, uh, is obvious. And what do we mean by so can you? Well, ultimately, as a single person, your barrier to uh, market is now very, very low. Um, social media platforms are free to use to all intents and purposes, other than the fact, obviously, you have to give your data away. Uh, for another another debate, but with a mobile phone, smartphone, uh, access to um, a 4G, 3G telephone network, Wi-Fi, internet, the ability to get online, uh, everybody has a voice. Everybody can have an opinion, and that can be shared far and wide in a matter of uh, minutes. And you can influence people. You can influence people to do things, follow you, buy things, vote, all sorts of different things out there. And, you know, we always say in our uh, in our sessions on content, one shouldn't talk about uh, sex, politics and, uh, and religion because it's so divisive. But, you know, one has to when illustrating these points, you look at uh, the likes of um, Donald Trump and how he is leveraging uh, Twitter uh, very effectively. One cannot argue that what he is doing is is very effective. I don't necessarily agree with what he's doing in the the approach and the the rhetoric that uh, he is um, uh, he is talking about. And a slight digression. I've uh, almost finished a book called uh, How Democracies uh, Die by Stephen Levitsky and Daniel Ziblatt, and it's a fascinating read on. Um, where we are and uh, what history can or cannot teach us uh, around uh, politics and uh, a lot of what we're seeing today started in the late uh, in the late 60s certainly in the in the US social media has obviously uh, augmented and increased that you look at the likes of Cambridge Analytica and um, and so on as I say I digress but as an individual um, yes he, he, he is changing the discourse through the use of social media uh, we look at Greta Thunberg, again, a 16-year-old girl who, through the power of social media, 
has brought the conversation of climate change and the future of our children to you know to to the fore to the main press to the main media you know time magazine of the um person of the uh, of the year and before how long i think two years ago nobody nobody had ever heard of her and yet she got out there, got on social media, started to um, push her, her her viewpoint. And again, you don't have to agree with these people. But what one cannot argue with is how they are leveraging the medium of social media to um, get a message out there and uh, affect, uh, affect change. So that is what we mean by social media has changed the world and so can you. So let's kind of bring it back to... Um, <clears throat> things that you can do because uh, yes we can all be influencers yes we can all get out there and uh, potentially get millions of followers and be invited to speak on um, news programs and news outlets but it's unlikely that is a small percentage of people versus the uh, the total population and um, might I say it's not all that it's cracked up to be because you have to deal with the positive side of one of the um, uh, the negative side when you're uh, managing that but the mechanics remain the mechanics remain the same so if we look at where we're going and where society is taking us on all of this privacy is obviously a a big one and you know data is a uh, is a big one and trust is a big one and um there's a chap called um uh, a, a u.s professor called tom peters and he, and I'm probably going to paraphrase badly here, but it's um, trust is what is going to be the most important currency over the next uh, decade because trust has been eroded. You know, fake news, do we believe anything that we, uh, that we now read out there? You know, if it's got a, uh, a million likes, it must be true, right? And that's why we're starting to see the likes of... Um, uh, Facebook removing uh, like counts uh, on Instagram posts to try and encourage people to engage with the content for the content's sake rather than the fact that loads of other people have engaged with it therefore I will automatically uh, engage with it. So we need to start to uh, to break this down around uh, you know, communication and marketing and sales and business development and how you can start to uh, drive your message more effectively into uh, into your markets. So, if we focus on trust for for the moment, how, how, how does one how does one build trust? It takes time. Uh, you typically have to have uh, met the person. I think you know we always talk about trying to bring the conversation online, offline as quickly as uh, as possible to build that that human uh, connection. That said, uh, I do uh, follow individuals online whom I've never met. I have communicated with them. I have been in conversation with them. And there is now an element of trust that if I were to recommend them to someone, uh, they would represent me and my brand in a way I'd be happy with. Now, that trust isn't as strong as if I've actually met somebody face-to-face and started to build a, a relationship. But you can build trust online without actually having to um, uh, to meet someone. So how does one do that? Well, then it comes down to uh, things like content. What type of content are you sharing? Uh, is it helpful? Does it help me think differently? Does it uh, uh, connect with me emotionally? And is it creating uh, something that I understand and that I want to be uh, part of because 
you know, humans throughout time, you know, back to the theory around tribes and the, the tribal theory, you know, we kind of congregate around like-minded uh, people and we gravitate towards uh, like-minded people, which is a positive side of things, but also a, there is a negative side of things because then potentially you just surround yourself with viewpoints that um, uh, support your own view and doesn't allow any space for kind of discourse or debate and understanding you know, another um, another viewpoint. That is a challenge that this week all see is happening in politics at the moment. It's become so bipartisan, uh, or rather not, it's become so partisan rather than bipartisan uh, that it, it's it's very it's black or white. There is no there is no um, middle ground for that um, uh, for that uh, discourse, and it's that discourse which is and that conversation and that debate that I believe we need to bring back and you can have this very easily uh, online i disagree with people and i disagree with stuff that i see written on linkedin that i see on on twitter sometimes i engage in debate but i engage in that debate in the same way as i would do uh, as if i was talking to any of you in a face-to-face um uh, in a face-to-face manner you know it's done in an appropriate way it's done in a um uh, it's done in a uh, respectful way and actually, you can build trust with people by disagreeing with what they uh, disagreeing with what they say. You know, of course, as long as it's done in a uh, in a in a meaningful and dare I say it a a human a human way. The other way that you can start to consider how you can sort of get your message um, out there, still kind of built around this uh, the, the the concept. If concept is the right word of of trust, and how do we gain that trust? Uh, that trust back is uh, what is your purpose and we're starting to see this word come out more and uh, more and more and you know corporations and businesses are now having to articulate their their purpose and I don't mean this by what your mission statement is uh, per se but what is your purpose as a as an organization uh, not only to your uh, your clients, your prospective clients, uh, your employee, your employees, your future employees, shareholders, society, um, environment, and uh, and so on. Because you know, it, capitalism is it a dirty word? I don't uh, I don't know. But no longer is it fit for purpose that we're here to add value. We're here to you know. Uh, help our clients deliver their vision, blah, 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 blah. Want to start to get into the, the, the DNA and the purpose of organizations and ideally individuals. Individuals, why do you do what you do? It's got to be more than just getting that share price up. It's got to be more than just hitting hitting quota next um, uh, next uh, next quarter. And, you know, that's that, that is sometimes is quite a hard thing for an organization to articulate. I mean, some organizations are find it hard to articulate what their brand is and what their brand uh, stands for and that's a, a separate conversation all um, altogether and you know speaking to some very smart people within um, some of our clients who are in the, the strategy and consulting space you know purpose is, is they're now looking to see how they can actually create um, you know shareholder value and even actual you know, stock market value or financial value within purpose of a um, uh, of a company and if you can start to articulate your your purpose in an authentic way and we'll come on to that that for me you will start to build up these levels of um, of trust 
and start to also tap into the belief systems of your um, uh, your client base, of your employees, of future clients, of people who will um, also have uh, similar uh, views on life and a, and a similar purpose themselves of what they want to achieve and what they want to um, to get to. You look at the uh, the next generation coming, you know, coming through. The what research says is apparently you know, we are looking more for experiences rather than actual material, uh, you know, material uh, things such as you know private jets, fast cars, or whatever. And certainly for me, as I'm now a parent, a parent of two, uh, Olivia and uh, and Max, um, I want to enjoy experiences with them that I can remember remember in 10 20 maybe 30 40 years uh, 40 years time but also that they all remember and keep with them and it's also experience that starts to give you the the, the personality give you the, the the guidance the confidence to uh, to do things you know, yes you can have the the best laptop the best piece of technology the best whatever it is but actually without experience around you know how to use it experience of using it, experience of being in different situations different organizations different cultures how that might work all this is for uh, for nothing and as we see technology comes and goes and it is evolving at at, at such a rate but us humans are still here and we're still um uh we're still doing most things right you know climate change um uh, separate uh, separate conversation but I think we'll uh, I think we'll get there so you build trust through your purpose if you can articulate your purpose you build trust through uh, relationships but of course this is still very much a human uh, side of things and this is where I want social media to come full circle I genuinely believe this is probably what everybody's intentions were, 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 were when <clears throat> was just to connect people, was just to bring people closer to um, together. You know, one of our clients came up with this uh, nice turn of phrase, and again, I'm going to paraphrase it probably um, badly, but social is about closing the gap. Social media is about closing the gap between you, your staff, your um, employees, and uh, your clients and your prospective clients. Yet we seem to have lost the human aspect of that. We hide behind technology, we hide behind email, the keyboard warriors that hide behind their Twitter profiles. And, you know, for me, it, it is about how do we bring this human element back into the, the narrative and the, the conversation to start to try and create these connections that I had, you know, before any of this. I remember getting on my bicycle and riding out. When I was eight, nine years old, parents didn't really bat an eyelid back then, going to the you know the local woods, then on the, the, the dirt tracks and just get on your bike, have some fun, go and find 10p to find the phone box to phone your mum to who say you're gonna be late um uh late home or when you had to pick up the phone, you know, landline and uh, speak to your uh, your friend's parents for five minutes saying how things were, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and how your day was and be very, you know, very polite. And what I we 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 have lost that. There, there's no two ways about that. But I do believe we have the opportunity to to bring to bring it uh, to bring it back, which comes on to how as an organ as an organisation do you do you do this? So back to social media has changed the world, and so can you. Well, if you empower your individuals and give them the the, the freedom of space to think 
and to articulate, you have an incredibly powerful voice in the market uh, through your employees and uh, their employee network um, by allowing them to articulate what is your purpose as a uh, as a company as a, as a business you could be a company of 10 people you could be a company of 250,000 people it doesn't it doesn't matter the mechanics all remain the uh, remain the same and again that is the beauty of social media you can be a small organization but still have a global voice you can still have global impact you can still disrupt uh, huge organizations as a small nimble organization just by leveraging social media and your employees and the the voice of them that they uh, that they have and we're now moving into the world of employee advocacy has been around for, for ages but it's coming full uh, full circle but you have to pause before you're going to start doing this because if there's no what's in it for me and why am I doing this or if your employees themselves don't understand the purpose of the company vision uh, I know I said it's not the mission statement mission statement could be a good place to start but most of them are pretty uh, pretty wishy-washy you, know, you need to understand what is it that you're doing and, um, and why and how does this tap into the market that you want to uh, work with and how does this impact them? You know, this isn't an inward on how does this impact me as a company, it's how does this impact uh, our our client base, our uh, audience, how does it impact me, how does it impact, uh, impact um, uh, you? And if we think about kind of this and kind of the, the, the brand association, if you will, uh, a car it's just a box on four wheels that gets you from A to B um, but we all relate to different car brands differently and have different views on car brands differently and just because you have you know you buy one might buy Mercedes now you're not going to buy the most expensive Mercedes you could do you might buy the, the cheaper model of Mercedes but you'll buy into that Mercedes kind of belief system and that taps into an emotional uh <clears throat> something within you which which grabs you versus um, a BMW, um, Audi, VW, whatever. And the same goes for consumer brands, um, Android versus Apple, Nike versus Adidas. Um, I go on and I could go on. But the same you know, does apply or needs to apply at a, 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 at a corporate level. But dare I say it, at a corporate level, you may not have the same kind of emotional affinity to them as a brand as you do um, the, in the consumer world but you will have an emotional affinity to the people that you work with and it's it's that that we need to start to bring back it's that that we need to start to uh, to get back hold of is how can we come, how can we bring that full uh, full circle to a time before social media Leveraging that experience and understanding of what we got, but bringing that into the the modern world. But more importantly, recognizing that yes, the the next generation of employee uh, lives in a very very different space, lives in a very very different world, and don't have that experience. Have never ever had that experience. So how can those of us that have got that experience help? kind of bring that to life for somebody who only knows how to communicate on WhatsApp, who only knows how to communicate on um, Instagram, who only understands the influencer marketing is uh, is advertising, doesn't really watch um, TV, is on YouTube all the um, uh, all the time, you know, wants to be a YouTube influencer over and above um, an astronaut or um, 
um, a scientist or whatever, uh, you know, engineer, whatever it is, it doesn't, um, it, it doesn't matter. And ironically, social media can actually be a hugely powerful platform in order to do this to uh, educate when leveraged, uh, when leveraged properly. So back to empowering the voice of your um, individuals. If we go back to social media has changed the world and so can you. If we take each individual employee, the so can you. Imagine if you could empower every single one of your employees to um, have the confidence, have the, the habitual change to represent what you stand for as a business in a constructive, authentic way with context they're not just we're not talking about what we see all the time broadcast 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 the corporate message actually give them a voice actually give them some purpose to feel part of the ecosystem that is the company that's um that, that, that you that you now have and that's what companies are today they are ecosystems no longer does you know, the know the, the the hierarchy has almost been um, completely democratized democratized by um social media and social media technology. Yes, of course, you need a hierarchy, you need reporting structures, etc., etc. But we're in a far more fluid uh, working environment than we have ever, ever been um, in in uh, in society. Which is a good thing. You know, it is a good thing. And you know, organisations are struggling to 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 deal with this and kind of work out this this new way of uh, this new way of working. Is it a new way of working? It's just a different way of working. Uh, we're all trying to achieve the same uh, the same outputs, which is you know keep our staff happy, get the best recruits, keep our clients happy, uh, articulate our, our our message and our purpose into the into the market, ideally in a profitable way that makes profit, which makes money, and you can pay your staff and um, uh, and so on. But even if you're you know charity, even if you're non non profit, even if you're individual. You know, whatever the outcome is you're trying to achieve, I, I would argue that that remains the same. It's it's the manner and the way in which you are going to get to that outcome, which is which has changed. And we come full circle to how has that changed? Uh, that has changed because of this thing called the technology, because of this thing called social media, because of this ability that we have to now communicate with. I'm not going to say not everyone on the planet, but we're going to get close, you know, <laughs> close uh, to that point around um, soon. Will everybody be be online? Uh, certainly, most of the, uh, the the Western world is, and certainly the you know the the, the modern world, if I will, is um, uh, is is online. You look at developing countries such as India and Africa and China. You know, rapid rapid growth there, um, straight to mobile, straight to um, you know five G super fast internet uh, internet access and it's only going to go it's only going to go one uh, one way which is it can continue down this route we're going to become ever more um, ever more connected but what is interesting is also seeing you know Zuckerberg has said we're moving into the world of kind of the private space or the private world and Facebook is trying to um, our data is never private let's just let's just accept it. Um, whilst they may not be able to identify it's actually you, our data is already out there and it's already gone. And if you want a better user experience, your data, you're going to have to give something uh, to uh, to get that. But trying to move it into more private conversations, one to one, uh, one to one conversations, rather than out in the um, uh, in the in the public uh, public domain. But you're also starting to see um, that what has been referred to as direct to consumer. 
So the likes of Nike trying to communicate directly with us um, rather than going through uh, us going to a store and buying because different stores have represent different you know different viewpoints and different uh, different perspectives. So how are we going to in the B2B world kind of manage all of this because yeah we we, we actually have the direct to consumer conversation if you uh, if you think that's why you have sales teams that's why you have um, your partners your lawyers your accountants that's why we, you know you, you have a direct to consumer uh, conversation if you will but how, how can we kind of elevate that and make that uh, more more effective in this uh, this digital digital landscape and it comes full circle back to the 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 human element and the change in behavior and the change in in habit because i recognize a lot of people out there just don't understand this and i'm on um some facebook some parent facebook groups uh where you've got parents asking questions around what's the difference between tiktok and facebook and what's the difference between this and that and how safe is this and how safe is that and i'm kind of sitting there going well why do you, why do you not know this and then i have to take a step back and go this is the world that I live and breathe and operate in. And it's extraordinarily arrogant of me to sit there and go, why do you not get this? Because this is just what I do. And there's a huge swathe of leaders out there, CEOs out there, you yourself that may be listening, going, you know what? I don't get this. I don't understand this. And that's that's totally <laughs> that's totally fine. Um, I'm not an, I'm not a mechanic. Could I change the um, the oil in my car? No, I couldn't. Yeah, a mechanic would look at me and go, what, what do you mean you can't change the oil in the car? It's really easy. Well, of course it is, because you've got X number of years of learning and experience and um, uh, and doing that. And that, I believe, is the biggest fundamental change that needs to happen in all of this. Yes, you need um, the trust piece. Yes, you need the purpose piece. Yes, of course, you need uh, your content and uh, good uh, content. Yes, there is absolutely the need for uh, technology to support uh, all of this. And by that, I don't mean LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, I mean technology solutions such as Buffer, Hootsuite, uh, Sociable, Smart, uh, Sales Navigator, you know, the technology that supports <clears throat> the ability to have uh, these effective conversations in a way that uh, isn't so time consuming uh, for uh, for your staff. But until we actually get under the understanding of this concept that social media has changed the world, and so can you, and you can understand that, and actually it doesn't take that much time once you get into the habit of doing it, it's dipping in and, uh, it's dipping in and, out, in and out of it, that this can have profoundly positive effects for you as an individual, for um, just general learning, uh, for promotion, for finding your next uh, next role, but also as an employer, it can have profoundly positive effects on employee engagement, um, keeping your star performers, attracting the right talent. It can also have profoundly positive effects on um driving brand awareness, driving your purpose in the market, driving better client-customer conversations, um, creating uh, a more personalized approach, better inbound. There's so many different things that, that, the, that social media as a, as a platform can generate for, for you as individuals and as, um, as organizations. It, it, is, it is incredible. 
but what needs to change in all of this is this is this shift in mindset and behavior as ever uh, i hope you found that uh, interesting insightful thank you for uh, for listening if we're we're not connected on the various social media platforms you know where you can um, find me alexander low uh, otherwise uh, enjoy the rest of your day whatever you may be doing wherever you may be and uh, i look forward to um uh talking to you on my uh, my next podcast thanks for listening